Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, welcome to Sealed Section, the podcast that answers the sex questions you're too afraid to ask your friends. My name is Chantelle Otten. I'm a psychosexologist, scientist, and sex and relationship expert, and I'm passionate about helping people find their pleasure and have great sex. In every episode, I answer two of your questions. And if you have some questions, please send them to us at podcast at mamamia.com.au. On today's episode, we're talking private sex clubs and anal play. So for our first question, we have a really interesting one. It is, I want to try out private sex clubs with my husband, but I'm hesitant to take the first step and what to expect. First of all, I wanted to let you know that sex clubs are not like the ones that you see in the show Sex Life. I don't know if anyone watched that. I think a lot of you did, but that was a really, really bad example. It's actually quite a toxic example of sex clubs. So if you've watched it, please disregard that scene and maybe the whole show altogether. It was entertaining, but it was definitely very, very bad sex and relationship education. Sex parties and events that are designed for hooking up may seem a little bit intimidating, but they're actually perfect for shy people because they are there to explore. And the secret is You don't actually have to engage with anyone if you don't want to. Sex parties are also called play parties and are generally either private parties or they're sex clubs. So they're designed just for erotic activity. You know, you can either go by yourself or you can go with a friend or in this case, you can go with your partner. And sometimes you engage in sexual play with others and sometimes in full view of other guests. The idea of going to a sex party or a sex club can seem a little bit scary. It can also be a little intense for a lot of people, but they're often really perfect places for shy but curious people to expand their sexual horizons. They're basically there for like-minded people to explore, and I recommend taking it slow. What you need to do is have a chat with your partner first and foremost. Express your desires, your wishes, maybe your wish list for this party and, you know, say that you would like to go to one and maybe start off by simply watching as a couple. You don't have to engage with anyone but each other in there. You don't have to engage with each other in there either. There's a misconception that people going to sex clubs are required to have sex. A lot of people go as voyeurs and want to simply watch or they're just there out of curiosity. 
There are also heaps of people that show up fully intending to get down and dirty with someone else and they maybe change their minds once they show up. They might feel a little bit intimidated or chicken out a little bit, but I often reckon that it's important to just go and be curious and open-minded on your first visit and then you can build on that knowledge from there. Sex clubs are also great for people who get a little bit anxious about sexual play with others because consent and condoms are required in most clubs. Now, before you go, I want you to do the following. I want you to research the right venue. I think this is super, super important because the more information you have on where you're going, the more you can anticipate and have some expectations about what's going to happen in there, the more you can also give some information to your partner who's probably a little bit like, well, what are we doing there? What do we expect? So most big cities will have get-togethers and clubs that are at different price points and cater to different variations in sexualities. Heaps hold special events or parties for first-timers as well, and I think this is a really key thing. You can decide whether you want to go into an experienced sex party with other people who know what they're doing in there, or you want to be part of that first-timer group. I would look into this and suggest going to a couple's night if you are in a couple where you will be engaging with other couples, because sometimes these sex parties can be maybe a couple and then heaps of individuals. You know, I've definitely been to one myself a long time ago when I lived overseas where there was a lot of penis owners there and not that many vulva owners and that can be a little bit too much and a little bit intimidating. So definitely explore and do some research as well. You can search online for swinger or adult parties and clubs in your city's name plus your sexuality or LGBTQIA plus if that's for you and see what's out there. Do some research to see if the places you find have a guest safety policy and see if they resonate with your boundaries. An example could be that guests have to wear condoms or guests have to bring their own condoms or bring lubricant. Most of these places already have all of those things ready for you. I would also look up the club's reviews and read them to get a gauge on if they are good or not. Next, you need to figure out a little bit of a plan of what you're going to do with your partner there. Talk to your partner about your first-time plans. Some questions that I would ask, are we simply going to watch? Will we be playing with each other exclusively or other people? If it's the latter, are you okay with watching each other engage with others? Or would you rather that your partner takes it to a private room or would your partner rather that you take it to a private room? Are you comfortable hooking up with each other in front of a crowd of people? That's another thing to really think about a little bit. And what will you do if one of you makes a connection with a stranger while the other person is not so sure? It's really important to talk about emotions that come up with these cases, things like jealousy, how to deal, and it's important to identify ways that you can take care of your own needs but also be really supportive of each other. For example, you may be okay with your partner having sex with other people as long as they check in with you regularly and maybe you're only willing to hook up with just your partner in one of those sexual scenarios as well. Develop some ground rules and keep the lines of communication open with each other once you're there. If you are unsure, communicate this with each other at the club. You can always put a pause on it. There are so many quiet areas where you can sit and chat, so don't worry about privacy. Or you just say, hey, let's put a pause on this tonight. 
let's go home, we'll talk about it tomorrow in the next couple of days or with our therapist and really reconvene after that. I think it's also important for you to set some boundaries with yourself. Some parties, people just want to hang out in their lingerie and make out with strangers. At other parties, they may want to engage in kink and BDSM or impact play. And in other parties, they may want to get fully naked or you might want to keep your lingerie on. I really want you to come up with a list of things that you feel comfortable doing as an individual and make sure that you stick within your comfort zones. Don't feel overwhelmed by the sensory overload that is these parties or clubs and feel like you have to branch out beyond your comfort levels. Because at the end of the day, this is an experience for just you and your partner and you want it to be fun because you want to be able to build on it. If it's not great, best get out of there. You know, think about how you can find a better scenario for the both of you that you both feel, you know, more comfortable in. But look, a lot of these parties are really professional. They are really fun and they are going to be safe for you. So I hope you find the right one for you and enjoy the experience. Good luck to you both. Would I attend a sex club? I mean, never say never, but it's not something I'm actively looking at doing right now. I wish that I was the type of person who would, but I honestly just don't think I could do it. I already feel pretty vulnerable during sex and knowing that other people were watching me or even seeing other people have sex in front of me, I think would just make me kind of uncomfortable. Also, how do they keep up the hygiene of those kind of places? I went to a sex club in Berlin around 2015. Look, it was a great time. Just to be clear, I was in a a very happy relationship, so I didn't go there to participate in anything, but... It was a really enjoyable experience. I was a little bit uneducated. So when I rocked up, they did make me take off my T-shirt and kind of dress down, I guess, in a way to to make other people feel comfortable. So I wasn't like this outsider looking in, you know, but overall really fun, safe environment. And I didn't feel at all infringed upon or anything like that, regardless of the fact that the whole thing was so open with sex and, and sex acts in the venue itself. Okay, so we have actually a really interesting question. I found it really interesting question for our second one, and it is, how can you enjoy anal play after developing post-childbirth hemorrhoids? Well, first of all, I wanted to say that it's really awesome that you're horny and you're ready to go. You've had the baby, you've got a sore bum, but you're ready to go with the anal play again. Second of all, I don't think anal play is going to be your jam for a while. (laughs) I think we need to give it a little bit of a pause. So I'm going to explain why. And that means I've got to explain what a hemorrhoid actually is because I'm sure there's a lot of people that actually don't know. Hemorrhoids are swollen veins that are inside your rectum or in the skin surrounding your anus and they are usually caused by increased pressure on your lower rectum. So this can be through... Things like, you know, pregnancy, childbirth, but it can also be things like constipation as well. So, you know, make sure you're taking your fiber supplements or talking to a dietitian or a naturopath about these things. Hemorrhoids are really interesting because when you're pregnant, the baby is putting extra pressure on this area. And that's why hemorrhoids do develop either during or after pregnancy they have a few different symptoms. So they can be bleeding during bowel movements. There can be swelling. 
there can be itching and you can sometimes see them. So you can bend over and spread the cheeks and see them because they are swollen veins. You'll feel like a soft kind of mass that sticks outside your bum hole. And this can range in size from the size of maybe a small sultana to, you know, as large as a grape. They can also range in discomfort from itchy to really painful and in some cases, you know, you can get bleeding from your rectum, especially when you're going to the toot. So with all of this in mind, and I've kind of gone over it a few times now, I think you should avoid anal play for now. Focus on other areas while the hemorrhoid goes away. If you are having trouble, if you are concerned about how quickly it's going away, because it should be by itself, definitely speak to your doctor about this. Now, you can still get a butt massage, but stay away from the anus as you don't want to aggravate it. There are other things that you can do. So many erogenous zones in the body. You can, you know, indulge in nipple play, some ear nibbling, some clitoral and vaginal play. You know, all of these things are on the table and definitely should be enjoyed. You can also try toys. Why don't you try some things that are going to stimulate your clitoris or your vagina? I really love, you know, this new new range of rabbit toys that are coming out there that can give you a beautiful jewel orgasm because you're getting the dildo that's going inside and stimulating the G area, but you also have the rabbit ears that are stimulating the clitoral area. My favorite is the happy rabbit from Love Honey. And I honestly was singing opera when I tried it. I tried it, I put it on, I turned it up and I was singing like, ah, it was incredible. So why don't you try some new toys? I also like the Wee Vibe range. This is a toy that's kind of like a, a C shape when you look at it. So the lower bit goes inside and touches your G spot and then the upper bit touches your clitoral area and it really fits around that pubic bone quite nicely. You can fit a penis or some fingers in underneath it and make sure that you're using lube. So you can use it with your partner and they can, you know, also have penetration at the same time. So you're getting these amazing blended orgasms. You know, while you're going through this recovery process, you can also explore other kinks, you know, maybe play with bondage putting a mask on your partner or tying up their hands and adding some whipped cream to other areas of their body and licking it off really slowly. Why don't you try the orgasmic meditation that I keep banging on about? Why don't you try nude massages with a happy ending? You know, there's so many things that you can do whilst you're avoiding your anuski with the hemorrhoid on it. And, you know, make sure that you just take care of yourself and be open-minded. Everything's going to be okay. I'm so sure of it. Just we need to stay away from anal play in the meantime. Thank you so much for your question, though. Next week's episode is available right now for Mamma Mia subscribers. So click the link in the show notes to check it out. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to the best content for women, including early access to sealed section. So to listen to next week's episode right now, just follow the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening to Sealed Section. I'll be back next week to answer some more questions. Here is a taste for you. My husband is desperate for me to let him lick my butthole. It totally grosses me out, but I feel guilty for not indulging in his fantasy. Help. 
If you have a question or comment about this podcast, you can email us at podcast at mamamia.com.au or leave a message on our pod phone at 028999386. My name is Chantelle Otten and you can find me on Instagram at Chantelle underscore Otten underscore sexologist. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.